0: Good afternoon and welcome everybody into another edition of the Devoted Steelers Podcast. I am the D as in Demetri George. joined alongside my co-host as always. He is the V, Vince Paparella. And Vince, let's jump right into it. Vince, excuse me, the Steelers were able to improve to 6-0 with their victory over the Tennessee Titans on Sunday, 27-24. A game that was really a tale of two halves. Um, The Steelers got out to an early uh, first half lead 24-7. Uh extending it to twenty-seven two seven early there in the third quarter before the Titans scored 17 unanswered points. Uh and ultimately Steven Gostowski missing a 45 yard field goal at the end of regula- at the end towards the end of regulation to try to send it into overtime, thus leaving the Steelers victorious and moving them to six and and dropping the Titans to five and one. We will recap that what we liked, what we didn't like. Um, Mike Tomlin talked today, obviously, uh, uh for his press conference, gave some injury updates, kind of look forward to the Ravens matchup, which, uh, we won't necessarily touch on just yet, but, uh, we obviously know that that's a big one this week as well. It seems like the Steelers are kind of in the meat of their schedule here, uh, mm-hmm. for the time being. So, uh, Vince, like, uh, I will leave it. I'll give you the floor to kind of just how you to take it wherever you want to go. And we'll go from there.
1: All right. So, uh, you know, I like to start off by saying that the missed field goal was a bit of karma. After what everything kind of he did, you know, as far as the COVID stuff goes, um, just saying, you know, he can make them all from beyond 50, but when you get inside that 50-yard line or those, those 50 yards for a field goal, he sends to leave them right or left. Uh, so really I want to start with the offense and then, you know, I'll, I'll let you comment and then we'll go to the defense, I guess. So uh, on the first drive, they gained a hundred yards because of the two, Penalties against Chukes, which are the holding and the face mask. Um, and they threw the ball 12 times. Ben was 10 for 12 for that drive. And it looked really sharp. Um, you know, they were taken with the defense, kind of gave them those five yards, a lot of stuff that was beyond the line. You know, typical of what we'd seen so far this year, these quick passes. And, uh, you know, the touchdown was an absolute dart to DJ between those two defenders. It was right where it needed to be. Um, and then, you know, they kind of keep rolling. You know, there's the... Uh, touchdown by James Conner. There's the second touchdown to DJ. Um, but before that second touchdown to DJ, uh, there was the free play that ended up on the drive that ended up leading to the field goal. And, you know, on that free play, he targeted DJ, who clearly seems to be Ben's go to at this point, I would say. Um, he's looking for 18 or 19, um, if I had, if, if, you know, if you were to ask me. And he puts that ball right where DJ can get it. And it's a drop by DJ. I mean, that's, he, he left four points on the board. And, you know, when this team talks about leaving points, you know, leaving meat on the bone, that's what they're referring to. And it's, it's a shame because that could have put them in a much better position uh, towards the end of the game. And then at the end of the first half, they get to the 32-yard line with 14 seconds left. All right. Um, Which came after the bad snap for the uh, the
0: Titans when they tried to Brett Kern tried to throw a pass and it was incomplete, and there was a penalty. It was a mess, yeah. total total, which is which was a microcosm of the first half of the Titans as a whole.
1: Sure, and I agree with him. I thought he had time to punt it, but you know he. Just, I, don't, I don't know why he didn't. Yeah, he, I, I guess he panicked. You know, I, I would probably panic too in that situation. And so it's turnover on downs, and then there's a false start on Eric Ebron, which puts him back to thirty-seven. But since the penalty, since the clock wasn't rolling, it's not a dead ball foul, runoff. and it's not a 10-second runoff. Because I was thinking about that, and I had to get my story straight. So, And they take this really weird shot, and Ben just kind of heaves it towards nobody, you know, and it gets picked off. Of course, you know, people love the – like, oh, he threw three interceptions. You know, well, Russell Wilson threw three interceptions, and they were much worse than what Ben did. All right, let's just put it the way it is. All right, And he's the league leader for MVP. The, the only thing I would say to that is, you know, on the other side, you have Chase Claypool. I'd much rather see that, you know, jump ball, go to chase than Deontay Johnson. If I'm being picky. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, I don't know. I don't know if I'm nitpicking there, but still they cost themselves three points. Cause I think, you know, even if you get five, six, seven yards on that, you know, on a little, on a little draw, you know, on a little screen pass, whatever. And you can, cle- to me, in my opinion, you can clearly spike, spike the ball with two seconds left, you know, especially if, You know, the offensive line doesn't have to go very far. You can spike it and you get a shot for Chris Boswell to attempt about a 50, 45-yard field goal. I'm I'm comfortable with that. Um, You know, and that's the importance of the board. And then the second half happens. And, you know, a lot of things went wrong in the second half, you know, including two tip balls um, and the second one of those being intercepted. Uh, But let me check my notes here. There was a a specific thing, and I, I think you and I talked about this. There was a drive where... They get a first down, okay, they hand the ball to James Conner, he slips at the last scrimmage, no game. Then DJ, they throw the ball to DJ, and he slips, and so it's an incomplete pass. And then they throw the ball to Juju, and the guys clearly face. The, the linebacker had no idea, just had to hope and pray that they threw the ball with his back turned because his hand was all over Juju's you know, chest and you know, just totally face guarding, and he does that multiple times, including on the last interception. And so whatever, they punt and then, you know, Tennessee ended up going down um, and scoring on the touchdown. Um, finally, on the last drive, that's a really bad offensive pass interference call. It's really bad. Jalen Samuels does not engage with the defender. The defender engages. And it's within, like, three yards a line of scrimmage, okay? It's not a pick play. It's, you know, did the play work how the Steelers designed it? Yes. Was it offensive pass interference? No. Because if it's offensive pass interference, Jalen Samuels goes down and Knox tries to take out the linebacker. Jalen Samuels says nothing of the sort. Jalen Samuels waits for the contact, then tries to run his route. That's how you draw that up. It's a really bad call. Um, and there were several. Um, and then finally, you know, the throw of the, to Juju, where the guy was once again face guarding, but it's under two minutes, so you're probably not going to call that. And, you know, then it was tip drill to Tennessee and they picked the ball off and, you know, in the end zone. So, you know, offense as a whole, I'm not nearly doom and gloom. You know, people are like, Ben's worse than Ryan Tannehill. Okay, then you haven't been watching football the last five years. Go ahead, Adam. Go ahead and Adam Vince. Go ahead and tell oh, him. put him on put him, put him on, spot. Put, put him on spot. David Todd, please. Yeah. I mean, you are begging to be legitimate. You know, we're a small operation. At least we're not that desperate to have a voice. You know, come on, David. You know, have some sense. That's all I'll say about that. Talk to him. <laughs> go ahead. I, I I knew you were fired up. but Go ahead, talk to him. I just that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. He's like, I mean, I don't. You know, he's trying to make this whole comparison about quarterbacks. He's like, you know, you got to have a, quarter, a good quarterback to win the Super Bowl. Yada yada yada. I don't want to hear. It. I mean, Tom Brady played like crap two years ago, and they won a Super Bowl ten to three. They beat the or thirteen to three. They beat the freaking Rams. All right, he made one good pass. To- to Gronkowski. I, think, Gronkowski. I think my quarterback can make plenty of those passes. You know, did you see the throw to, to touchdown to to uh, Deontay Johnson? Did you see the third-down conversion to Eric Ebron? Did you see that third-down conversion to Juju smith Did you see the incomplete pass that was dropped for a touchdown to DJ? I mean, I'm watching the game. I mean, I'm watching all passes. I mean, I don't know what you're watching, too. I mean, Ryan Tannehill threw the ball like 19 times, okay? And they were beating him on one route. It was the little a little in route, by A.J. Brown because – uh uh, Nelson... The linebackers are getting sucked in. Yeah, they were, the linebackers are getting sucked in. and Steven Nelson was giving up too much room. There's a nice little void there. Bam, that's where they threw the ball. I mean, they ran that play four or five times. They got to convert. It's easy. All right, don't tell me Ryan Tannehill is better than Ben Osborne. Alright? So, which just bogus. Sorry.
0: Vince is fired up, bull.
1: <laughs> fired up. Team is 6-0 for the first time in our lifetime. This guy's fired up. I just I just don't... So. I have more comments on the defense, but go ahead, and what else did you see offensively?
0: So, I, like you, we had talked about it heading into the game that I thought maybe the Titans might take a page that the Steelers ultimately ended up doing is just coming out and throwing the ball um, just to try to see. Because um, I I felt as though the Titans would acknowledge that they might have difficulty stopping the Steelers, which certainly in the first half they had all bits of problems. Yes. Um and I was thinking maybe they try to kind of get some points out there just to help their defense, keep their defense off the field. That way they can shorten the game um, that way. And kind of use what the Steelers did. The Steelers possessed the ball for, I don't know, I forget, it was a substantial difference in time of possession, and the Steelers did it with short passing. You know what it reminded me of?
1: New England against the Patriots. It reminded me of the Patriots.
0: Cor- correct. Yes, and, that's, and that's kind of just how – they just were like, you know what, we're taking the ball. They, I mean, Vince, we, I, mean, I, I think you mentioned it. If not, they scored a touchdown in their opening drive. Hello. Uh, you know, that hasn't happened since 2018, I think. And it's just like, you know, I was very pleased with the way Ben was playing. Um, again, don't love the decision. Um, Mike Tomlin made it seem as though once they had the five-yard penalty, they kind of basically just said to hell with it. We're just going to chuck this thing up. Yeah. So whatever on that one. The tip pass. Uh, interception is it unfortunate. It's just an unlucky bounce. We talked about it out of the game. Uh, just kind of had some unlucky bounces there. Uh, you know, they didn't get. You know, we'll talk about the defense, but you know, they didn't get the fumble when Vince Williams popped t- Tannehill, sure, or sure, sure. and the one one miss pick, whatever. like I said, we'll talk about the defense, but the ball just wasn't bouncing their way. And from that perspective, and they and they dropped a number of interceptions, and and the and the Titans got their hands on a lot of footballs at the line of scrimmage, and and and, and some of the balls got tipped. And again, it just it just happened to. The one of them got happened to get caught. So that's unfortunate. And, you know, I've 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 rethought the third the third pick a couple times. The reality is, you know, I think that everyone is sitting there saying, you know, Deontay's open on the shallow shallow cross. It looked like Ebron was running down the seam um or running up the field and he had some space. Um and you certainly could have done that and played it safe. But I you know, Ben, listen, Ben saw Juju match up on a line a linebacker. With the linebackers back turned, safeties uh closed, and, and you I, and a lot of the things like you said, like you don't expect that ball to get tipped. Um and Ben says after the game, you know, he's he'll take that matchup every day of the week. He just gotta make a better throw and he thinks it's a touchdown. And again, I think I told you this you know, off the record, uh on Sunday. I don't even know how Juju got two hands on no. that ball. He's been um, face guarded to heck. Yeah, and so I mean, listen, I I I I get Ben I think David Todd was making – I don't know if it was David – I know David Todd made this comment. I know know which one you were talking about. But someone was making a comment about – I don't think it was him. It was somebody else that was basically saying, you know, the first half is the new Ben that just takes care of the ball, spreads the ball around, and makes it – lets his guys make plays. And then the old – the second half Ben was a crazy gunslinger that just, you know – well, and that's the thing. We've lived and died by Ben's gunslinger ability. And guess what? Nine times out of ten, it works out. Um, There's no quarterback – um, I'm I'm just I'm biased. I'm admittedly biased. Well, that's okay. Ben is the quarterback I want. Um, with the ball in his hands at the end of first halves, at the end of games, when they need a drive. But
1: more often times than not, he comes. Listening to, listening to people the past two days, you would think that the Steelers are carrying Nathan Peterman. Okay, at quarterback, and just this, the rest of his team is just so damn good, and they're just dragging him along. Like, come on. Like, just shut up. Like, I'm so like, he is six and zero. nobody else is six and oh, and coming into the game. And honestly, in the first half, what he's 13 to one interception, touchdown to interception ratio. What are you complaining about? Yeah, sure, he's not making every throw in the book right now, but he's 30. What is he 38 37? Okay, come yeah. on, yeah.
0: like, stop. Are you referring to Colin Coward saying yes. that been the weak link?
1: Just don't, yeah, no, don't tell me he's the weak uh, link oh, it's it's, just, it's exhausting to hear people that don't know this team talk. It's like, just shut up. Just shut up. You know, that oh, <laughs>
0: – So, I I forget who it does. It might have been Dale Lally got asked in one of his chats for DK Pittsburgh Sports about why the Steelers either, – either the way they get talked about or why they don't get talked about enough. And Dale Lally was kind of like, listen, the Steelers have been relevant for so long. I think he was like, I think major networks are just tired of talking about them. Watch I don't know how much I agree with that because they love to talk about the Patriots, yeah. uh, and and they suck uh, this year. Um, so, but what, I mean, my point. Well, I, I agree with you. I, I'm not Ben's no. not the weak link. Uh, he's the furthest thing from the weak link. Um, largely, I thought he played uh, pretty well on, on Sunday. I get the turnovers, but again, I throw two of one of them is a hail mary essentially. The second one's a tip pass, and the third one. He, if he makes a better
1: ball, are we even having no, this conversation? No, You can't tell me, like, well, Ben threw three interceptions. Russell Wilson threw three interceptions. He lost. And I guarantee you, the one wasn't tipped and the, and the other one wasn't at the end of the half trying to make a play. Okay? You tell me Ben threw a bad interception, sure, I'll give you that one. You can't tell me, like, the other two were bad because you ain't watching the same thing I am. But you're watching something else. All right? I just, think, I just think people are magnifying it because it was in this matchup
0: against an undefeated team on the road and all the all the eyes were on him. And
1: uh, I mean, if he was like, if he was, you know, if there were a bunch of drop interceptions too, I would feel much worse. But I, I can't think of anything outside of that that was, you know, he made some, like you and I sang money down a, a couple years ago, right? About five, <laughs> all right. And that's what <laughs> I was thinking of because he was now they were playing against a bad third down defense, all right. Terrible, terrible. But, yeah, you know that, that that throw to Ebron. You know that was third to sixteen. They ain't got no business converting that, and they're throwing that. You know the one to Juju. You know where Juju went down and got it was great. You know that's that's mm-hmm. that's when you that's a quarterback. Okay, Mason and Duck ain't making these throws now. That's a big difference from here to last year. So I mean, I, oh, it's a humongous difference. I mean, and, and then you know, and the thing people are talking about this
0: dink and dunk and dink and dunk and like, you know, I think Ben is. Like I said, sitting out a year, and he he was already getting the ball out quicker. Under, you know, when he was under Todd Haley, and he's getting it out at a rapid rate. But they've just got so many weapons, they've got so many things, and that he knows, he understands how great the team is overall, but how great mm-hmm. his defense is. That all he needs to do is to just put up points, not turn the ball over, take what the defense gives you, and you're going to win more games than not. And clearly, that formula has worked. They're that thing is up. that how
1: that works? That's news to me.
0: I mean, right? So. Uh largely offensively, and I thought James Connor ran, yeah, pretty we'll they ran too. More. Um I know they threw I, I know they threw the ball 49 times, but I thought James Connor quietly has been pretty solid. I know there was a lot of rumblings for the first week when he got banged up early, and Benny Snell had a nice outing in the opening night game, but ever since he's been really solid. Um he did put the ball on the ground, nope. which you can't have. Um he got it back, but you can't have that. drop. Um and again, yep, and he did, yeah. And that that definitely frustrated me. They end up scoring a touchdown, anyways, but still can't have that. Um, the thing is, you know, I like how they're continuing to mix guys, and I think they have the right number. I think James is getting around that twenty mm-hmm. touch mark, I think, and they're like, all right, that's it, you're done. But they, they, um, they kind of go you know, away from the run. Right. Like
1: you, like we have some capable. Like, Snell is more than, in my opinion, capable to handle. Like, okay, get him ten then, or get him nine, get him eight. Like he's like getting three. I need I need more volume there. Especially when they have the lead.
0: Yeah, no, and I and I think um I think you know, as the season goes on and you know they're gonna get in these tighter games.
1: Maybe. <laughs> um no. mm-hmm.
0: Right, well, right, right, maybe, right. And so like I, I think they're gonna continue to get the, you know I they gotta get some continuity on the offensive line. I mean, this is what that was David Castro's what, second, third game. And you know, I really like Filer and DeCastro as the pulling men. I mean, they're physical; as they can they can get out in front of people and move people. Um, and I, I think they could they run that counter play well. They run those delayed those delayed handoffs pretty well, mm-hmm. once um, every now and again when it's when they run it on second down, it gets nothing, and I'm furious. Sure. Now it's third and twelve, but um, but you know, it, it seems like they got a good mix. And you listen. You know, we see that we see the misdirection, we see the motion, the jet sweeps, and all that stuff. You know, and you can definitely see that that's at least occupying the eyes and moving some of the linebackers at the snap of the ball. It's giving them some some different looks. And as the year goes on, I'm sure we're going to see some different variations. We've seen reverses, we've seen uh, jet sweeps to Claypool, we've seen uh, you know um, you know Deontay Johnson getting involved in the running running game, and like these all these things that you know are people they're putting on tape that people are going to have to prepare for. And you have to think Canada and and Fietner will will continue to develop to, to to you know bridge off of that and so we'll just have to see. Um, but again, I, I, that D, that Titans defense give them credit in the second half they really hunkered down, uh, got made you know made you know I don't know if they really made some adjustments. I did think they maybe you know played, played a little tighter the line scrimmage. Give credit to the Titans for really uh, basically shutting out Chase Claypool and but also give credit to Chase Claypool for commanding mm-hmm. that type of respect and it's team mm-hmm. as, a, as a professional, um, but that's the difference with the Steelers this year. You know, you can do that. You can that you can you want to treat somebody like they're a B? That's fine. They have, but we you're not you're not. There's no Eli Rogers. There's no Switzer. There's no Kobe Hamilton. There's no nope. Demarcus Ayers. There's no all these other you know uh, media average receivers. They've got bona fide solid receivers across the board. I mean, James Washington. Had you know a, a really solid game against the Browns. Mm-hmm. He was non-existent this week. Deontay Johnson comes back. He has nine catches. Juju nine catches. Mm-hmm. Eric Ebron's got six catches. You know, there's so many different weapons that they have at their disposal that it's hard. You can find. Go ahead and shut down Chase Claypool, but you're going to get toasted. And no one can guard Deontay Johnson. I don't think one on one you can't press him. He's going to make your 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 defensive backs in the secondary uh, look foolish when he gets the ball in his hands and. Juju is going to make the tough catch. He's physical. He's going to fight for every yard. Ebron's a matchup problem for everybody. That's the thing. And like I said, that's that's the beauty of their offense this year. It's you know you 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 don't really know who's going to be the guy this for for a particular week. And and if you dictate it by your matchup or how you defend a certain guy, you know maybe next week uh you know this week coming up the Ravens got really good solid second secondary, so they have some flexibility, but. You know, if a team just says we're oh. going to take away this guy, oh
1: put, right, oh my god, put Deontay Johnson on Marcus Peters. Oh my god, oh my god, oh, yeah,
0: he'll probably they're going to they're going to they're going to and and Ben loves going after Marcus Peters. He'll go after him a couple times some double moves and, it, it, and 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 he'll get him to to bite hopefully. But um no, offensively, like I said. Yeah, you can't really only score three points in the second half if sure. you did what you did in the first half, and they were definitely still be, they were still able Absolutely. to move the ball some in the second half, especially that that last drive right before the end of the game when Ben threw the third interception. I mean, they were they were they were get, they were at least going to get and three they go for that interception. That. Um, yeah, and so you know, I, I think that, that the Steelers offense uh, just has to continue to, to to find ways to play a consistent sixty minute ball game. Um and 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 play a full four quarters of good offensive uh football. But largely I was pleased with how they performed. Um obviously and it helped that they got away with the dub. Now if they didn't get away with the dub and they then they were just basically shut out sure. in the second half, we're having a different conversation, but they did just enough in the first half to give them a decision. Switching before over to the, the defense. D- Listen, oh, I don't want
1: to hear a damn thing about the Steelers schedule and who the hell they have to play. Because you know what? I remember week fifteen or week 16, whatever it was last year, we lost the Jets. We only scored 10 points against the Jets. All right? I, I remember a couple of years ago, we lost to the Raiders, Broncos, and Chargers in consecutive weeks. Not in that order, okay? But you also know, oh, Pittsburgh's just beating up all these bad teams. Well, then you don't know Pittsburgh because they, they struggle against those teams. All right? I don't give – I don't want to hear a damn thing about it. They're 6-0 because they beat everybody that they – that the NFL put in front of them. And if that's what they continue to do, that's what they continue to do. I don't want to hear a damn thing about the schedule. I'm just saying, I'm tired of it. I'm t- I'm tired. I'm tired. Okay. That that like that seriously, like you, <laughs> like as much biased as I am, like right now, I am having a very difficult time finding problems. Seriously, and that is obviously last year. You know, we've we've had, we, you know I've talked for what seven, eight, ten years now, going on ten years. I mean, this, you know, there has yeah. been nothing like this, which people need to appreciate and stop criticizing, especially in Pittsburgh. I'm done. Go ahead.
0: Um, no, I agree. Um, defensively, uh, listen, I'll, I'll let you no, leave unless you want me to leave with it. Um, All right. Go ahead.
1: I don't ahead. have go anything to say about the defense in the first half. They didn't let Derek Henry go anywhere. I mean, for the love of God, they had one yard in the first half. You know, now, was that dictated by the offense? Yes. <laughs> but, you know, TJ Watt tackle in the backfield, you know. I mean Vince Williams. you know, Vince Williams doesn't play like he's a human. Um, you know, which I like. I appreciate that. He he loves He, he loves, loves stuff. I mean, you know, and it, it that's fun at least for me to watch and I appreciate that. Um and then, you know, yeah. you can talk about some draft you Cam Sutton dropped pick. We're gonna talk about that. Ryan Tannehill is just Terrell Evans. Terrell Evans. You know that, that little tip drill pick. they had to Adam Humphreys. That should have been a pick. Like,
0: come on. That should have been a pick.
1: I, yeah. give it a hell, goodness gracious. They put the ball in his hand 20 times. Like, stop. I'm so okay. Anyways, moving forward. Terrell Evans, glad you glad you said that. Played his ass off. He was everywhere. Like they he is, and I, you know, you and I talked about this as kind of next factor at the beginning of the year. Like, he is coming into his own. As far as, you know, they're asking to the cover tight ends. Did you hear Giannis or John U smith name much? I sure didn't. All right? You see that pass break up when that tore down? Yeah, that's all Terrell Evans. All right? Nobody else is doing that ball. All right? You know, people used to pick on Terrell Evans. If Terrell Evans starts becoming good luck. Okay? Seriously. If Terrell Evans becomes on the zone, you better start picking on somebody else because I don't know who you're going to pick on because the third corner is pretty good. And if if freaking Cam Sutton starts seeing the field more, they ain't going like, to like good luck. Throwing. Cam Sutton is all over the ball. Mike Hilton's all over the ball. Cam Sutton is all over the ball. He knocked away like three passes on Sunday. He's he's he's, he's phenomenal. I'm serious. They're gonna I know, a, they're gonna have a decision to make. We can we,
0: okay. Fine. Any real quick, this 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 is this is, is the real quick, real quick. Not about. Okay. I, I'm gonna throw something at you, really quick, and it's so such a hypothetical. And I I'm sorry, I hate to do this. I hate this conversation now. Let's pretend. Steven Nelson continues on the season he's having, which is, you know, I, I would say average. Based on last year, it's really mm-hmm. average. Right, right now. What happens if the Steelers say we want to make Cam Sutton, we want to replace Steve Nelson with Cam Sutton and bring back Mike Hilton?
1: Okay, I'm fine. If you want to say if that says like, would that that's happy. fine. I have nothing against Steve.
0: I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't, know how it would because I think Mike Hillen and Cam's are going to want to get paid. I, I don't exactly. know if they'll be able to get paid. Uh, may, may, maybe someone will though, because you know, listen, there are guys that literally just watch tape of all these guys, uh, you know, the, the pro personnel directors and they, they, they got film and they watch them and you know, they might be sitting there saying, you know, listen, the Steelers do a good job of that, of identifying guys that yes. might not be, you know, the Ryan Clarks, you know, James Ferriers, you know, those type of guys. I mean, Hell, Tyson Alawalu's playing out of his freaking mind. You know, they, they, they got these guys that, that, that scout and, and, and identify these players that just needed a fresh opportunity. You know, there's probably – there could be somebody out there that say, listen, they got, a, they got a guy in Pittsburgh who hasn't really seen the field much, but when he's on the field, he's making an impact. So we're going to offer him some money. But, sure. again, don't really want to get into that because that's totally a conversation for so long they, l- later down as, the road. But. As
1: Cabola the said, they're gonna have, they have a hard time finding reasons not to put him on the field. I'm, I'm telling you. Like, it, he – if, you know, anytime I've seen him on the field, I don't – you know, he, now he did get beat. <laughs> Let's back up. He did get beat on that first touchdown because I think he should have been pressing, and he gave him a little too much room, and then, like, they ran, like, that quick slant, and it was a touchdown to uh, Davis. You're, you're talking I was, about Steve, no, no, something was covering him.
0: Oh, uh, 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 I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm your first said. I'm sorry. You're talking about Steve. It looked like, yeah, and he he did – I mean – I don't know what the call was, but it looked like he was talking to, to Minka. Like it looked like they were playing man to man, and Minka was kind of playing like a robber kind of thing. And Minka uh, kind of leaned over. I think it was Adam Humphreys in the slot, and he and he left yeah, kind okay, of Cam okay. on on island. But All I got right, your now, point. Now,
1: you know, I think that we're critical of the defense in the second half, but let me tell you how they began the second half. They they go three and out. This this is the Titans. They go three and out. Three and outs. They have the long touchdown pass to A.J. Brown, which was because they you can look at it a million times. Fitzpatrick thinks that Vince Williams is about to tip it, and he was very, very close to tipping it, and that's an interception, all right? I know he was out of position, and it looks like he wasn't trying. No, 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 no. That's clearly what it was, and I'll give him a pass again because obviously you saw what he does last week. Then they go three and outs, okay? And that's after the ball was intercepted on the 30, and they hold him to a field goal. And then they – there's one drive in the second half where the Titans go all the way down and score a touchdown. And then they still stopped him on fourth down, but because of the penalty, because that was the Robert Spillane stuff. All right. Two weeks ago, this Titans team had 350 yards passing and 200, plus 200 yards rushing. That didn't happen this week because Derrick Henry didn't get to go anywhere because he went 75 yards on like two or three carries. I mean, the rest, he was frustrated. He's a person that's not going to be physically frustrated because he's the size of a truck. Okay. But, like, they did an excellent job on Derek Henry. And there was a few, you know, A.J. Brown is a hard person to cover. The good news for the Steelers is the only other person I think in the league that's like A.J. Brown is either Chase Claypool or uh, D.J. Metcalf. And they don't have to play D.J. Metcalf this year, okay, or D.K. Metcalf, excuse me. That's my bad. Uh, so they don't have to really cover anybody. I can't think of anybody else that runs like A.J. Brown. A.J. Brown is a very strong, you know, fast, quick dude. He's, athletically, he's quite the exception. Um, and so I don't think that's going to happen again. And like you said, the linebackers were getting sucked in because of the run and then did a little play action. And, you know, if you're Steven Nelson, you're worried that A.J. Brown's gonna blow by you, so you're going to give him a cushion, and then A.J. Brown takes that, you know, little in route. After about 10, 10 yards, cuts that in, catches the ball, goes. All right? And they also they ran that route four more times that they got a completion on. You can go back and watch it. I then ran that route four or maybe three more times, a total of four times. So three more times, and it's all completed, but it's tackled. All right. So that was the only flub up they had. Because uh, with somebody like Fitzpatrick, you're not going to get that past him again. All right. That was lucky that they got it. Also, on the Tennessee drives, they they are, again, they're always assisted by penalties. And you can make of that what you will. But when you're getting 15 yards each drive for something stupid, it significantly helps. Because if you're at the 50 and you get 15 yards, you're you're 35, you need a first down for field goal. Like, it's that simple. And, you know, the last drive that Tennessee went down and scored a touchdown on was the uh, unnecessary roughness late hit when the rookie Pierre tackled him out of bounds, okay? You know, which was much less egregious than what they did to James Conner on the sidelines earlier in the game. So, you know, Mm -hmm. if you're you're worried about this defense, don't be. Um, You know, they still got pressure to Tannehill. They should have had a couple turnovers. You know Vince Williams bopped Tana Hill to, to, for lack of a better term, and they could have gotten, you know, could have fell on that one. So, you know, this team is going to, you know, remain opportunistic, and it's going to be interesting to see, you know, as a quick foreshadow how they kind of transition from these, you know, big run dominant uh, teams to yes, a team that still wants to run the ball, but you have a, you know, quarterback that's much more slippery and much more mobile, and was very, very quick and excellent in Lamar Jackson. So it's going to be interesting to see how they transition to that. But I thought the defense actually you know, played very, very well. I mean, if you a team like Tennessee, just like if you were playing the Ravens next week and when, if you play the Chiefs, it's like you're going to expect there's going to be probably at least two drives where they go down and score a touchdown because their offenses are that good, especially Kansas City and especially Tennessee. I mean, Tennessee's offense is pretty good. I mean, they have, they have a really good system with how they you know, with the play action they right yes. and they, and 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 they yes. know who they are and, so, and they, like, play they really well to be, to be expected but still like i mean i think they had 5 5 and 5 3 and outs like that's shutting a team down like tennessee if you have 5 3 and outs that is you are totally out of your game if you're tennessee it took everything they had to score those touchdowns besides the long touchdown games.
0: it's funny because i think we talked about it earlier in the season i felt like that's kind of how it was uh the Steelers would either, you're either getting yes. a three and out or you're going on a long drive. Um, rarely, I mean, yes, they had the long touchdown pass. Well, not, I mean, it was a short pass that ended up being a long touchdown to, to A.J. Brown in the second half. But it seems as though it's either three and out or you're going to have to yes. drive the length of the field to drive them, to get in the Steelers. Um, and I agree with you. I, I, I thought the defense was uh, obviously, wasn't on the field much in the first half, but even when they were held their own, uh, and then some, um, you know, we're talking about the Vince Williams, that would have Stop that first yep. touchdown. Could be talking about a twenty-four nothing game um, at that point. Um, you know, even the first drive, Cam Sutton gets a pick, gets a pick there. I mean, they ended up scoring anyways um, on, this, on the ensuing drive. But th- at the same time, you know, Terrell Edmunds drops a pick as you mentioned. And Minka Fitzpatrick uh, could have had that pick on the on the tip pass that Adam Humphries ends up catching. There was definitely ball. Like I, like we talked about, the ball just wasn't going their way that uh, on Sunday. However, to your point, very physical. Vince Williams playing out of his mind. I mean, listen, Spillane uh, uh, mm-hmm. endeared himself to Steelers Nation all over um, <laughs> by just literally saying, "I'm gonna die right now, and I'm gonna put my shoulder into this truck, and uh, hopefully, I come out, you know, it with was. my arm still hanging on me." And um, and so, and, and and that was the perfect game for Spillane to be in. That's like that, That's it. Wasn't gonna really expose him. The Titans aren't gonna be that way. And I, I really like that you brought up Terrell Edmonds. Someone I wrote about on behind, for Behind the Steel Curtain, the SB Nation page for the Steelers at the beginning of the season. I thought that, you know, this is potentially not necessarily a make or break as the headline suggested, but I think this is the year he'll take the leap. Again, I talked about him uh, having played with multiple safeties in his first couple of years, even playing so much in his rookie year, which wasn't expected. But now understanding his second year with really Minka Fitzpatrick, um, carving out a specific role for him. You see how the Steelers are using him. He's playing with confidence. He's playing with fast. Uh, he's reacting. He's not thinking. And so I think you you can expect him to see um, that trajectory continue to go up. All he's got to do is just start making the plays that are given to him. Um, you know, he's, you know, he's been solid tackling. He's been solid in coverage. And now if he adds, you know, again, when the ball's thrown to him, he adds those, like I said, you know, that, that's fine. That's that's going to be, I think people just get so upset because he was a first round pick and they want, you know, the splash and whatever. And that's just, that's and that's justifiably so, but, he is what he is, and that's fine. He could be—he could be a really solid player for this defense, and really be yes. a good chess piece for them to match up on tight ends because he's big, he's fast, he's physical. Um, so that's something that they can, you know, you know, definitely utilize. Um, you know, we can talk about the secondary. I, I think you hit on a lot of good points. Um, I'm not really—I'm not, again—I'm not—I understand the concern. I'm not—I'm—but not, I'm still, to this point, I'm not overly concerned. Um, I thought the pass rush they hit Tannehill a couple times they did get two sacks um, you know the the as you said it's a lot of it's pregnant in the run game and it keeps uh, you know all. and they did it I, I thought for the most part when they didn't leave uh, T.J. On one-on-one with that tackle Kelly um, when they, they used a lot of tight ends backs chipping them double team whatever um, but, but when he was left one-on-one T.J. was getting back there and they were getting some pressure on Tannehill but again Their running game is so much of their offense um, and you have to worry about the play action game. Your pass rushers are kind of, you know, they're, they're, they've got to, they have to acknowledge it. They've got to, you know, they they are a little bit step behind and just trying to making sure that they're, you know, reading their keys and staying in their gaps. So it does, it does help the offense and the the offensive line when you have such a threatening running game and play action pass that you have, that Mm -hmm. the pass rush is not fully selling out. Um, So, I agree with you. I thought the defense was definitely – definitely there were some, you know, I don't want to say leaks there, but I didn't really see a lot of coverage busts. Um, I didn't really see um, a lot of guys. I mean, I thought there was a couple there in the last drive, though, which was weird. Actually, now that I say that. I remember the one on the left sideline. I'm like – who I think it was A.J. Carter. I was like, I was like who that – I was like, you probably want to cover that guy. There was nobody there. I don't know if they ran the ball – They they ran the play quickly before the Steelers really got settled. I don't know what it was. But ultimately, at the end of the day, couple of those turnovers exactly. that get, get caught we're, we're talking about a totally different ball game the vince uh the Vince Williams popped they recover that totally different ball game um i so you know i I'm not overly concerned I think again elite defense still getting pressure on it and they got pressure on a two team that doesn't give up a lot um so I, i'm I'm not overly concerned um with with how they performed even in the second half. I understand the concern but uh listen they 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 still made it a 46-yard field goal at the end of the game. Um, and, and if Ben doesn't throw that pick, we don't not. even know if they're in that situation. Yet. Anyway, so um, so no, I agree. Um, and again, let's touch real quick on special teams. You know, um, uh, you know Jordan Berry punted the ball twice. Uh, oh, and really quick on going back to defense, really quick. Mike, and we'll talk about it really quickly uh after this uh special teams uh, discussion. Mike Tomlin made an interesting comment team. today. I don't know if you saw it. He he made a comment about AJ Brown and I it I I I hope I'm understanding I was I'm understanding what he was saying correctly. I don't know if he was into, if he was if Mike Tomlin basically said something to the effect of well we didn't really prepare for AJ Brown because he was a guy that was in and out of the practice last week. And again, I hope I don't, I don't, I hope I'm not putting words into his mouth. It, it, it sound, that's what it sounded like he said is that they weren't as prepared for AJ Brown as they normally would be because they were, you know, he did. I, I remember going into the game last week, he practiced Wednesday and then all of a sudden was also was on the injury report on Thursday without practicing, but he did practice Friday. So I was a little weird by that, but I'm curious to see if he really was, if he really said that the Steelers really didn't prepare for him because they didn't know if he was going to play or not little interested in that well they should have probably prepared for him regardless and that's something that i would I would be shocked if they didn't but anyways transitioning to uh special teams jordan Berry re-signed as we talked about in the last podcast um going into that game they're, they're punts. Uh, only planted twice um i i right you know again jordan Berry. it's not you know it, it's not it, it's nothing it special so bad. but it's certainly it better trash. than what they were getting um I, I know um Boswell, money in the bank as usual, and he's been doing a really, really good job. And their kick coverage unit is so good this year um, and has been for a little bit here that they're you know they're he's he's some of the kickoffs, depending on the situation, they'll kick it through the back of the end zone, which he has fully he's fully capable of, or he'll put it in the corner and let the you know, let the the coverage unit get down and, and get the teams inside the 20 sometimes and inside of 25 and making them go a little bit longer than the standard 75 yards. Um, and obviously, Ray-Ray McCloud had a 57-yard punt uh, turn, which, I, if he didn't cut right, if he if he didn't if he didn't do that, he would have been in the house. But you know, listen, they it ended up uh, they they took a little bit more time off the clock, and you know everything happens for a reason. If he goes, you know, the Titans would have had a lot more time to you know get I back know. in the game earlier. But you know, again, uh, special teams this year has been really solid. I think, and that's a, a big part when you're when you're an undefeated team this late into the season, which I know it's only six games, but. Um, you're, you're you're getting contributions but, um, from all I'm three you units, up, including because, you know,
1: I I've been critical of Danny Smith, and I didn't know what Danny Smith was doing on the roster, or as the coaching staff should say.
0: Uh, i tell you what he is doing. He's chewing that double double bubble bu- bu- double something, whatever gum and his jaws. I don't know how his jaws can work because but that like, guy chewed okay. more gum than I've so ever beforehand, seen. Life, they, they
1: couldn't chip. return a punt at all. Now, you know, they had very good returns this year, and they had Deontay Oh! Ah! He, was a,
0: he is an No, well, they had A.B. They, had, they, they person, did have A.B. When... As far as talent. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> He's an exceptional person. And I think that a lot of Talented. people will question that statement. Talented. But I get the, I know Talented. you're saying exceptional yes. player. I
1: mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Um, but, you know, they, they were returning the ball. They couldn't block kickoffs. The kickoffs have gotten much better. Uh, you know, the, the teams aren't scoring that much on the Steelers right now, so they don't have to return kickoffs too often. Um, but then these – the coverage is, has been lights out. And that, they have a, they're playing a good guy, I, I think, DuVernay, who was at Texas, the Steelers, you know, yeah, who's, who's pretty quick. So I'll yeah. see how they do against them. A fa- yeah, they, they've done a fantastic job oh, he's fast. on this. And I don't know, you know, what they've gotten better at, you know, how they've improved, but they have. And then as you said, the kickoff, it's like it's now become a weapon because that ball that he fumbled and i i don't i think it was in the second half like he, he that was hanging up there forever I think it was, too. and like that's you know if you think about it yes you want the ball to hang up in the air yeah. so it you gives your team you know a time to for your team to go down and hit. yes and you know that Very i built like the other day about i was afraid Mike Tomlin could get out coast to the end and i i thought he totally Kept the, his foot on the gas and he never let. Um, oh my goodness. He, he never let the Rabel. Yeah. He never let Rabel. Uh, Rabel, really, Rabel. No. He never had a chance to do that. Now, manipulate I the Craig clock, manipulate anything that he could with try to. Injuries. But that's just coaching, you know, and so that's part of the game as well. But like, I, I think Mike Tomlin said, nope. And it, it exactly, it reminded me exactly of the Patriots Steelers game two years ago, except they have, they scored a lot more points. So it makes a big difference.
0: So, um, really quick, let's just quickly highlight, I got, I got that a lot of standard stuff Mike my timeline. I'll just give a quick injury update. Um, coming out of the game, Chris warmly, uh, had a knee injury is getting an MRI. Um, don't know what his availability is going to be this week. Uh, obviously they're going against his former team in Baltimore. Uh, Jordan Dangerfield had a quad injury. Okay. Sounds like well, it might limit him in the early portion. Question. Um and they'll do let, you, know, do you know when that happened? Participation in practice.
1: Yep. His injury happened. Do I but, know when what happened? Jordan Dangerfield? Like do you know was in the first half of that. Uh, I'm assuming it was on the team here, Here's what I'm asking. Who was the up back? Because that's the whole reason we kept I, him on this roster, right? Who is the up back? Yes.
0: Who Dangerfield.
1: I'm just saying who's the up back. Cause I want to know. I thought, and I, cut
0: I, yeah. Why? What's your, what, what are we getting at?
1: Yes. Get him out of here. Oh. Give me somebody
0: else. Uh, <laughs> you want to cut Dangerfield? I'm just, uh, no, I, I don't think you can cut him. Yes. He's a captain. Oh, I, don't th- I don't think you can cut him. Isn't he a captain? <sighs> I would say he, a he's a captain. He ain't cutting him. they cutting him. <laughs> But uh, and then uh, he did talk Mike Tomlin did talk about uh, Mike Hill should be back this week as well as uh, Derek Watt, your boy. Um, so um, special teams get another boost, you know, if they lose maybe a danger field for this week and hopefully they get Derek Watt back, that's you know, a pretty good swap. Um, even though they like that, both of them, but um, other than that, normal bumps and bruises associated with play. Said some guys might be limited to early portions of the week, but no one. Is in danger at this point uh, of missing this week's big AFC North matchup. Um, like I said, uh, I'm trying to think of anything else that kind of stood out to me other than that AJ Brown comment yeah, from the last week, but I'm kind of off the Tennessee game now. Um, yeah, I mean, we'll talk about it later this week. We'll talk leave either Thursday or Friday and kind of give our thoughts um, as the week progresses. But uh, we know I, I, I it's a big AFC this, North this
1: Um Let me just tell you something. Baltimore had no plans for Pittsburgh being this good, and that should be what gets you through the week. All right? They had no plans.
0: I don't know if I would say that. I think there's a mutual respect. I, I'm not no. saying 6-0, but I don't think they thought that the Steelers were going to be – the, the, there's a mutual respect between these two teams. Yes, there's some hate, obviously, from back in the day. You know, some players didn't really like each other, but at the end of the day – when these two teams play, it's always close. It doesn't matter what's that's going fine. on, that's fine. what Ravens, the records these are. These Ravens fans had no uh, idea.
1: And... that They didn't think this, this would be like this. They thought, okay, maybe the Steelers would be 4 2. Maybe the Steelers would be 3 and 3. Steelers...
0: Well, I'll say what. The Steelers are, are slowly but surely creeping up. I know they're starting to get some, obviously, national headlines. I am not saying I want tell them. They're you know, and you know, I always talk about we're okay if, they're, if they fly on the radar. Let me tell you, let me tell you something right now. Oh, if the Steelers goodness. go into Baltimore and beat the Ravens, when the Ravens are coming off a bye after the Steelers just play the Titans, um,
1: I'm just letting you know.
0: You know, then then we're really going to be
1: talking about. You think I'm bad? This I'm not week. saying you that think I'm bad this week. Jesus.
0: Yeah, I'm, you know. So just be on the lookout for that. All right. Yeah. So one game at a time, trying to win. We're trying to be one to zero every week. So again, uh, Steelers six and zero after their victory on Sunday against the Tennessee Titans. Uh, and uh, they moved to – they'll head to Baltimore Whatever. back-to-back road games. Ravens will have, I think, like a couple thousand fans in the stadium this week for their matchup. Um, scheduling note, I don't even know why. Uh, the, the week, I think, 10-game against Cincinnati in Pittsburgh was moved from 1 o'clock well, to 425, and actually is going to be on Fox. Lord knows why. Uh, I have no idea. And I looked at the – schedule. did you look at that press release? There's like It's like they flipped the 1 o'clock and 4 o'clock schedule. like five 1 o'clock games and like eight. At oh, it's, it's four, uh, that's, a, that's an exaggeration, but it's like that. It's like there's like four. What's the data? Four, or five, one o'clock. You, you know, know why that, that is? Five or six, four o'clock.
1: It's the master, the Masters. What's yep, the date? it's the Masters. That's exactly why that is, because uh, it's everybody 13th. will be watching the Masters, and you, know, you watch the Masters, um, everybody watches the Masters in the afternoon, and they have to move up the Masters time slots because they don't usually play in November when the sun goes down at five o'clock. They usually play it. in April when the sun's up till you know seven thirty. And it's you know, they have to rearrange a whole bunch of things. That's exactly why. It's it's because of the Masters. Oh
0: yeah. well So that helps that help I know that'll that'll help us out. You know, if we want to catch the last round of the Masters, we can like watch the you when know, when do you, when do you yeah. anticipate the Masters being over yeah. there? <laughs> four o'clock? <laughs> it's perfect. I that's perfect. I um <laughs> um but uh, no that's good so that's good that's good and in, in, good, good Intel from uh, from Vince um, but yeah so exciting again great win last week but we're, we're gonna keep rolling we've got another big one this week another five-star match and we'll be back in the kitchen again and uh, you know we'll, we'll, we'll talk later down this later on this week we'll get provide some injury updates and kind of give our thoughts uh, as we uh, move forward and, and towards push towards the end of the week here but for Vince this is Dimitri. thank you so much for listening to us again and we'll see